Hi, my name's Alan. And I'm Alid. And we're in Modern Motive, and you're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix FM. It's a one, two, three show on Phoenix FM, and joining me for a virtual session are Southend's answer to Manic Street Preachers. Modern Motive, hello lads. Hello, how are you? Are uh, you right? I'm very well. So with me I have Alid and Alan. Hello boys. Hello. Hello. Uh, which one's Alid? Which one's Alan? Say hello, Alid. Yep, hello. <laughs> Say hello, Alan. Hi. Alan and Alid are very similar names as well as similar voices, so uh, this could get could get fun. <laughs> it's not confusing at all, is it? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. So before we get into the real chat, uh, you guys have done a few uh, session, uh, session for us, a couple of tracks. So we're going to have a, a little listen to one of you, uh, you guys rocking out for us uh, from your living room to ours. Uh, so we're, first we're going to do Wigan Pier. Are you are you virtually plugged in? We are indeed. <laughs> Take it away then. This is Phoenix 98 FM. Modern Motive on the 123 Show on Phoenix FM. Road to Wigan Pier. Dudes, what a tune. Cheers. Is that one of your own creations? That is, that's a very, very, very old track, actually, I think. Oh. Probably about, it's probably written, I reckon, about 12, 13 years ago. Oh, blimey. There'll be people listening to this who weren't even born then. about that? Don't. I'm a, I'm a secondary school teacher, so it's bad enough standing in a classroom <laughs> with uh, kids that I was writing songs before they were even born. Oh, yeah. Well, you're teaching children that were born after the last World Cup, you can remember. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a nightmare. <laughs> so you guys are from a band, Modern Motive, a uh, local band to us, Essex Band? Yeah, so I'm Southend, and Alan, you're uh, Raynham Upminster way, aren't you? And Liam, the drummer who can't be with us today, unfortunately, is Wickford based. So we've uh, we've got a little squ- nice spread across South Essex. All the best bits of an Essex tour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Chelmsford or um, Colchester would agree with that, but <laughs> uh, so Modern Motive. Uh, this is a uh, the current lineup is is three of you. Yeah, is indeed. Mm-hmm. And how did you guys uh, get together, all from different different towns? How did you how did you meet? So I formed the original Modern Motive. Well, back then it was called I think it was called the Waiting to start off with. Then became Runaway Saints. Uh, then American an American band decided to nick our name. Um, so <laughs> oh, that was the cheek of it. That was about, yeah, I know something about it. Uh, and then that was about ten years ago. And then um, it kind of expanded a bit when I went to university in South Wales. Um, and then we kind of re- restarted it, re-got going in about 2016, 2017. And we had a female bass player called called uh, Samantha, who's in a really, really good Clash covers band, Broadway Clash. Um, we we're looking for a drummer, believe it or not. And uh, enter Alan. I'll let you fill in the rest out. Um, yeah, this is... a. Uh... An unusual one. So, yeah, I joined the band in 2018 playing drums. Um, oh, wow. So you started off playing the drums and then began, uh, then then went on to, to bass. Well, yeah, guitar's my main instrument. So, I've said it did feel a bit more natural when I got onto bass, a bit more familiar. But, um, yeah, I only started playing drums because I was caught tapping a lot and. <laughs> 
So if you can tap rhythmically, then you must be a drummer. So uh, but I could black my way through it. Um, <laughs> Lucky Liam's not here, so he, he can't argue otherwise. That's all it is. Oh, no, bashing he things. Is actually a, he's a solid drummer, so he can't. <laughs> so, he is unreal. Um, so yeah, we were looking for a drummer for. It wasn't actually that long, and I, I went to college with Liam, so I thought, wonder if he's around. Gave him a call, <laughs> had a chat, and you know the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> nice, and that was it. There we are. So the songwriting yeah, and, process. Sorry, go, go uh, sorry, and Liam's also a sound test technician as well a live sound technician by trade so everything you're hearing has been mixed by him as well so oh wow fair, fair play to him on that because we we couldn't do it to such a level that he does it that is a major element of the band making it all polishing up and and if you go to a live gig and the sound tech is off it ruins the whole thing doesn't it it does indeed but uh, Liam tends to Liam tends to in his very nice charming way tends to uh, send them on the right track <laughs> nice holding it all together that's, that's what a good drummer does so he does your uh, your song, songwriting process together uh, how, how does that work as a as threesome in, in different uh, spread across the county do you come with bits or is it a bit of an organic process in a studio talk us through it so most of the songs, to be honest, most of the songs were written before I actually even knew Alan or Liam. Um, they're literally just tidbits I've collected over the last 10, you know, 10 to 15 years or so and put together. Um, so it tends to be that either the songs had already been, you know, done in a certain form um, or possibly, you know, if I had a song in the, in the locker that maybe no one had ever heard before. I'd bring it into into rehearsal, show it to the guys. Alan would then write a bass part to it. Liam would write a drum part to it. Then uh, we'd probably then just do a demo. Then we'd go back and listen to it. And from then, although the song ideas are very much, you know, I wrote them and, you know, I brought them in, then it really starts to evolve as a song, to be honest. And, you know, one of the best things we've done is just build on the songs, whether it be Alan's idea. So, for example, the new single, Mr. Materialistic, Alan wrote the middle eight, uh, the, the kind of instrumental to that. He also wrote a middle eight in uh, a song called My City as well. Liam's added loads of little bits, um, particularly percussion elements. So, Although the basic idea came from me bringing it in, in you know, almost complete. Yeah. Then the three of us, you know, Alan and Liam's influence really does just kind of finish it, finish it off and put the finishing touches on it. So uh, everyone adds their own little little flavour to it. So without a doubt, because uh, as I said, we actually as a band quite strangely have quite different ideas sometimes. And although, yeah, yeah. we may... Uh, argue about those ideas i mean don't get don't get me wrong they're very tame arguments so it's never get there's never oasis <laughs> style guitars flying and things like that they're very they're very kind of almost i say you know posh kind of middle class arguments eye rolling and tossing um, at most <laughs> pretty much yeah but as i said sometimes it's brilliant because sometimes we'll go with my idea other days we'll go with Alan's idea. And as I said, it will bring the kind of more muse influenced, you know, element to it. Um, other days we'll go with Liam's idea and it just stops us sounding like a man actually preaches trippy band. Cause otherwise if it was my, all my ideas, we 
would have no original elements to our sound whatsoever probably to be honest <laughs> so i'll be i'll be completely honest about that so as i said what really does make it come together is the three different sets of ideas when they actually when and, and we're quite good at making them work in tandem Nice. Three ads are always better than one. So we'll have a little chat in a minute about your, some of your influences and, and what, what you guys are into. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to have another listen. You're going to do another track for us. Uh, what can you tell us about One Man Can Only Go So Far? So it's written about... Um, I, was, I was on holiday in the Netherlands. I used to go there every year when I was as a, as a kid. Um, used to go on a kind of a cycling holiday with my mum and dad. And used to in the afternoons where there was nothing to do we always used to end up just watching some any movie that was on dutch <laughs> tv and one day i remember watching a movie called swing vote which was all about uh, an american uh, presidential campaign where literally one vote decided it and um that was that was the um birth of it so both in the movie both political parties both presidential candidates went to this one person and literally were doing anything they could win them over so you know one man can only go so far political parties lie and lie is one of the lines um it's all just about how one vote can make a difference uh, that will resonate with a lot of people especially (laughs) at the moment so uh we'll have a little (laughs) listen to it shall we all right this is one man can only go so far by modern motive this is Phoenix 98FM. One man could only go so far. Very, very uh, relatable stuff. Modern Motive on the 123 show. Hello, lads. Still with us are uh, Alan and Alad from the band. What are some of your uh, influences as, as a band? Um, definitely not the Manic Street Preachers. I really don't like them. Um... <laughs> you would never tell. No. You could never know that yeah. from listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> No, definitely there's that strong, strong influence um, just because, as I said, as a band, I just think they stand so much and they, they're very unique sounding. If you ever hear them on the radio, you know it's, you know, James Radfield singing from his from his vocal, you know, his vocal yeah. sound. And I think just then the production, particularly strings lines around their songs are just absolutely phenomenal. Like listen to the strings of a song like Design for Life. It's just unbelievable. Then I'll see lyrics as well lyrically they're a phenomenal band um so they're kind of the main one for me others are me and alan and liam all share a love of green day as well nice yeah um, yeah so fingers crossed when we're back able to watch gigs there even might be the first ever group outing there as we go and watch green day at some point really? i think it's all on our to-do list um <laughs> especially as the manics are supporting green day as well or well, we're meant to be but it didn't happen because of covid but unfortunately oh, that- just in all just in uh, Sweden, Norway, and Finland. <laughs> that would have been your dream gig, right? That oh, would have been. Oh, it may still be on. You never know. Um, Maybe it'll be on when no. September ends. Oh, sorry. Oh yeah. That's oh, a cheap dear. shot, wasn't it? Oh, oh. I'll give you a slow <laughs> clap for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're they're the kind of the main two. But as I said, I think more and more has come in. You know, whether it be Rush. Um, even for some reason, I'm going through a phase where I just love 80s music. Things like, uh, um, you know, things like Aha, Simple Minds, you know, oh, yes. like crowded, crowded House as well. I'm just going through an odd phase at the moment, but uh, there tends to be a bit of an influx of everything. Um, Alan's got a bit more of a, 
heavy kind of repertoire, haven't you, Al? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's, I guess I'll go for the more like Muse kind of ideas. Um, Excellent bassist. I'm, I'm probably, yeah. Um, that's uh, where my love of bass fuzz sound comes from. Yeah. Um, I have to, I get told to rein it in sometimes because I go a bit over the top with the uh, <laughs> synth bass kind of sounds, but uh, got the blend right in the end. Uh, yeah, Muse, um, when it comes to like the heavier riffs, it's, it, yeah, I like metal, classic metal, more modern stuff. Um, obviously, Punk, Green Day, old stuff like The Jam. Um, mix of stuff real very very taste it goes from like you know the jam and I guess even like the police to like Muse and then on to like Slipknot and stuff like that so it's a, <laughs> quite a very <laughs> I think this is, this is always the hardest question to answer it really is because for me beyond the Manics Green Day you know and the obvious ones just going through for example my spotify playlist it's just the most diverse range of you know things from instrumentals kind of you know almost european sounding instrumentals um by anna meredith through to scottish synth pop band churches it's really hard just to pinpoint exactly where the influences are because it's just yeah such a massive massive question i guess anyone who's involved on the day anyway on the day yeah, what you're feeling at the time. I think anyone involved mm. in music has that. They just, they just love music. So any any random bands come into this this mix sometimes that you you never expect to like, but you, they just strike something at the time. Yeah, it's for me. It's anything with a melody, anything with a melody or a strings line. I'm an absolute sucker for. So you know, literally, it could be anything from, as I said, Oasis through to even some modern pop music. So like I've got a lot of time for things like the weekend because some of the songs are absolutely some of the melodies are absolutely phenomenal. Oh yes, and very much one foot or two feet really. In in the eighties, you just mentioned your your eighties vibe. Mm. Yeah. So we talked about the the Manic Street Preachers being a, a heavy influence on you. What what is it about their uh, songwriting in particular that you that you love so much? Firstly, I just find that all the songs are so very progressive. There, there's not many bits of their songs where it goes into a weird and wonderful kind of uh, where you're wondering what's on earth, what on earth's going on now, or you can't follow the structure of the song. And as I said, it's a simple. You know, some probably you know proper musicians are probably listening to me thinking you know, oh, but it's you know, it's what makes a song interesting. Pers- personally, I'm just a sucker for the intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, really catchy choruses, and they just do that massive choruses phenomenal melodies and just looking at james dean bradfield i find him the least likely person you ever come across fronting one of britain's biggest rock and roll bands <laughs> yeah he's not your stereotypical front man is he no not at all yeah as i said you go and see them live and you can't take your eyes off him for an hour and a half two hours and i just find that the ultimate kind of you know how he is on stage versus how he is in person. I find that kind of the ultimate subversion, really. Yeah, 
So we asked you to do uh, a cover version. Unsurprisingly, you may have picked a Manic Street Preachers track. What what is it you're gonna you're gonna cover for us? Uh, well, well, I know you said Oasis, but unfortunately, we just didn't know it. I mean, the, the alternative was I whack out an acoustic guitar and do Wonderwall, and <laughs> that would have gone down with Alan and Liam like a lead balloon. No, um, it's so. only become this very strange tradition that everyone who's come on has just brought an Oasis song to the table, and I was like, this is now a thing. I didn't. This is never meant to be a thing. But we'll have to I just, I just think it's so over, it's so overdone. <laughs> I mean, literally, I remember a gig we did in um, Cromer, just north of Norwich. Oh yeah, um, it was Christmas time, not last year, the year before. And some bloke just stood in front of me for fifteen minutes, shouting "Wonderwall" at me. <laughs> Till eventually, I mean, I've got quite a loud voice, so eventually, at the end of the set, I literally just belted it. And made him very much regret for, regret asking because he was in the front <laughs> row. So he got he got uh, it at full pelt. Both barrels. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that. Wonderwall, Wonderwall. We've got the impression, mate. We really have the impression. Um, but yeah. anyway, as I said, so we didn't have time to put one together, obviously, because of com- we're trying to rehe- avoid rehearsing as much as possible, obviously, for safety reasons. Um, so yeah. we went for one that we've been playing in the live set for the last year, two years. So if you tolerate this, your children will be next by the Manic Street Preachers. Phoenix 98 FM. Modern Motive, Essex's very own version of the Manic Street Preachers. What a great job, lads. Thank you very much. Thank you. Fantastic stuff. So you are here on Phoenix FM as part of a very special occasion because you've got a brand new single coming out. We have indeed exciting times. Well, hey, so how long has this one been in the making? Uh, I can't actually remember when it was written, but with a doubt, this is one of those tracks that I was talking about earlier where massively it started to evolve when Alan and Liam got involved in it. Um, it, without them, was just... It was actually one of those songs that I'd actually put into kind of just silly punk rock. And they made it into more of a more of a single, more of a you know a proper a proper song. So very much this one was heavily influenced by them. You can hear it just from the bass sound coming straight in. So maybe uh, Alan, you can talk a bit more about where the bass riff came from. Um, I don't know where it came from. It was just listening to the original demo that you had, the sort of guitar part that you play, and I thought, what would sort of work around that but um obviously i wanted it to sound sort of full at the same time and didn't want to go sort of too like over the top something sort of solid fairly rhythmical sort of ground it kind of thing yeah and yeah obviously the end result is what you're about to hear end result is we basically pulled the guitars out and made it a bass song but it, it <laughs> works it it's works and it is it, this song very much is, and I think the studio engineer, um, AJ at uh, Black Cactus in Colchester, I think he was a little bit surprised when he, he sent us the first mix, and it was very guitar-heavy. Yeah. And when we went out there, went, all the guitars need to come back. And he was like, what? Hey. I think I was the first guitarist <laughs> he's ever come across that said, nah, all of them need to come back, and he needs to sit in behind sitting behind the bass and he, he made a great job of you know getting that happen while still making it sound full and uh, making it sound balanced as well fantastic so changing the way guitarists view guitars 
Oh, very. Alan <laughs> Alan has very much his bass playing style. Is very much. I've never come across anyone quite like it, to be honest. Because um, I'm not and, a Yeah, he very much <laughs> plays it like a lead guitar. So every now and then, we have to tell you, Adam, we just rein it in a little bit. But we found that happy medium through, you know, a year or so with lockdown, through a year of just playing and, and analysing. Um, we've we've had that opportunity to really get every instrument in a place where it's very much defined doing its own thing, but still adding to that overall sound. And as I said, sometimes Alan's bass playing really does make me think, right, actually, I need to bring the guitar back here, which, to be honest, is for me as a guitarist and a singer and trying to be a front man at the same time, it's quite refreshing. It's good to know that, you know, that that level of bass and that proficiency at bass is in bass is behind me. Yeah. You mentioned Muse being one of your, your influences as a band. I think they're one of the bands that really show that where you it's not all about a front man there's all three of them in that band have just got their own skill set they can bring to each each song very much even even liam as i said very much brings liam's not one that wants to stand out as a drummer and i think that actually helps us he just wants to provide the you know he wants to provide just the rhythm that is all he wants to do and because that is his focus um, you know, he doesn't want to do backing vocals. He doesn't want to, you know, it, that that is his only focus in the band. It's made him so effective in doing that. And he's also another one that's great at analysing what he does. He'll listen to a rehearsal back because we're in a fortunate position, thanks to um, Alan and his family, that we're able to to record all our rehearsals and listen back because we've got our own little space, thanks to them. Yeah. Um, and he very much listens to everything back, analyses it. And again, that just makes that such a great tool. And especially when the drummer's doing that, you know, the one keeping the rhythm, keeping it all together. You've got a drummer like Liam who's analyzing everything and refining everything. It just makes everyone's life a lot easier, makes everything sound a lot tighter. And, you know, the effect it has is huge. Fantastic. So do you reckon this is a real example of all of you bringing something into into a song and, and, and crafting something you brought to the table? and turning it into something fresh, something different. Yeah, this this very much is. As I said, Alan's come up with the bass line and the, the instrumental. Liam's come up with um, a lot of the additional percussion that you hear in that um, instrumental and in the um, breakdown section. And obviously then the basic, the outline of the song came from me. So this is one of those prime examples, which is really nice to have. Fab. So well, let's have a listen to it. What, what, tell us what it's called and uh, what, what does it mean to you? So it's all about consumerism, um, about looking at the person next to you and very much judging yourself from what they have. Um, I mean, you see so many people walking around London who value themselves not by what they do, not by who they are, but what suit they've got on, what watch they've got on, what phone they've got. So it's very much about that consumerism, just never being happy without those material possessions. Um, it's out on April the 2nd on Star Serpent Records and it is called Mr. Materialistic. This is Phoenix 98FM. That was a brand new single from Modern Motive, Mr. Materialistic Dudes. What absolutely cracking tune. Thank you very much. Fantastic stuff. So it's out today. It is indeed on uh, our good friend Star Serpent Records. Fab available in all the usual places. Yep, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, I assume the smaller ones as well. Um, yeah. 
What do they say? All major, all major platforms, I think, is the tagline, isn't it? All These major platforms. All good all record major shops. Platforms. All good radio stations. And uh, your all ears. Good radio <laughs> <laughs> Straight from our mouths to your ear holes. Exactly. And that would only be okay if it was music. <laughs> Luckily, it is. So how's it feel to finally unleash it to the world? Uh, feels good. There's always that sort of excitement in the build-up to it when you've like been in the studio, you've recorded it, you've spent you know like a day or even more sometimes doing the song, and you spend like ages back and forthing with the studio, getting the mix right, and then when it's finished and you've got it, and it's like this is it. This is like hours and hours and hours of hard work. <laughs> yeah. I just hope it goes down well, and then yeah, this has definitely been the most, definitely been the most ruthless promo campaign as well. Mm. Yeah, takes it out of you a bit. Say again, yeah, again, say, thanks to the guys that's um, start surfing records. As I said, literally, I don't think we've ever had such a structure to the promotion of uh, of a single as we have this one. Fab sign of things to come. Here we go. So what's fingers crossed? crossed. What's coming up uh, for for Modern Motive in in 2021 and beyond? Potentially a gig in July in Bishop Stalford. Potentially still got to confirm that one. Um, And then the only other thing we've got is um, Airfest in Norwich in September with our good friends uh, Air Events, Shannon Chrome, um, who does loads of unsigned music up there. Literally, he's just one of he's one of those people that does anything he can to help everyone in music. And he's genuinely an absolute legend. So we're looking forward to performing uh, with him and a couple of our favourite other bands from uh, up that way as well, who are also performing there. And uh, that at the moment is it, because of course so many people are so sceptical about booking anything, about organising anything. And in terms of records, and you know more singles we've just got to see how this one goes first see how it goes and then uh, go from there excellent more in that more in the can to to, to give when, when you can do it well we've got plenty of stuff sort of ready it's just a matter of uh yeah organizing and uh paying for the recording <laughs> although that... with that obviously life's got to get back to normal as well mm, yeah yeah exactly and make uh, life easier we mentioned yes, we need to get we need to get our drummer back in work because obviously uh, being a live sound technician, bless him, he's it's been a bit of a, a tough year for him. So you know it's it's going to be good to see him getting back to what he loves because at the moment he's doing uh, man with van jobs, which yeah isn't uh, isn't what he uh, saw coming. But so I say it'll be <laughs> good to see him back in work as well. All donations welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. If you want to go buy the music, that would be good. For just £3 a month, you can sponsor a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Does he send little photos every month with a cuddly toy and stuff? Oh, yeah. This is him playing his first snare drum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Lads, I was thanks. trying to be nice to him as well. <laughs> oh, I told you that. He's a drummer. He's, uh, they're used to that, aren't they? We picked him up enough. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think in our band, I'll be honest, Alan gets it the worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never hear the end of it. I mean, how Alan puts up with some of the stuff 
<laughs> well, I don't even know, but as I said, I think that's why we make such a Lots. good kind of dynamic. <laughs> <Lots> yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> that's our part of being a band, isn't it? The fun you have along the way. It is, and we know, obviously, as I said, we're in that position that we record all our rehearsals and listen back to them, and we can individually solo every track. We know any mistake we make, we're going to get ripped into. <laughs> Can't the, the, uh, is unreal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, but it is when you do it in the rehearsal, you know, I'm about to get ripped to shreds. I mean, we did it the other week. We were practicing, if you tolerate this, and we'd been practicing for about three hours. And on the high bits my voice just broke <laughs> and it's not that soul crushing moment of the fact that, uh, it's the soul crushing moment of when the other two look at you and, you know, as soon as this song's over, I'm in for it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we can, uh, get that sent over so we can play that, uh, glorious moment. But... Oh yes. Outtakes real. Definitely. Oh, Why we've did been I bring that up? it for a while. <laughs> we've been it for a while. You got, you got plenty on me. Don't worry. If you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> that's coming up. <laughs> why did i bring that up <laughs> fantastic uh, lads thanks so much for joining us good luck with a single and whatever comes next thank you very much thank you very much for having us it's been an absolute pleasure it's definitely yeah. odd doing the first one over a mobile phone rather than uh being able to do it in person yeah virtual sesh when when we're allowed to come out and play we'll have to get you in to do a, a real sesh for us and we can hear that high pitch oh. note uh in in person can't wait <laughs> <We're not laughs> Don't have a good rest of your weekend and we'll, we'll speak soon. You too. Thank Looking you very much. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Cheers. I've been Stuart Pink on the Now You're Talking podcast. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, then you might like a few of the others too. Loads of guests from all walks of life from rock star hall of famers movie stars to community heroes and 104 year old chicken farmers they're all involved and the best bit is this is a show where the guests really do speak for themselves make sure you subscribe to the podcast just search for Stuart pink or now you're talking wherever you get your podcasts from Hi, it's uh, Alan and Alan. In oh, I thought you were just gonna, I thought you were just going to say it, mate. I thought you were that. I, I thought we'd uh, Alan and thought, no one else. I thought oh. we'd share it, but I can do it all if you want. <laughs> to be honest, Alan, I just thought you'd forgotten my name then. And, um, yeah, that that guy. Um, Who's he? We've got to do an outtake for this as well. Um, okay, take three. And... <laughs> <laughs>